When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in. It's almost 2020, which means it's time, as most people do, to look back at 2019. It is time for the out of the box top five Alabama softball moments of last season. We are the Out of the Box Boys, Gray Robertson, Tom Canterbury. Tom, how are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Doing good. And uh, it, it was hard, hard, hard narrowing this down. To it five. was. Like, it's, we could have easily done like a top 20 and, had, and it wouldn't be reaching to get those bottom, you know, two or three. It was, there was some, when you have a, you know, you have a season where you win the conference championship game or the conference champion championship, I should say, and you win it by four games, you go to the world series and, you know, finish third nationally, you're, there's going to be some good plays and that's what yes. happened and yeah. big moments. Well, and, and I put together a list of 13 nominees that I sent out to our voting body, which we will take a page out of the college football playoff. We will not reveal who our voters no. voted for. No. We probably aren't even going to reveal the voters. Just know it was, <laughs> yes. we, we had a fan vote. We had a media vote. We had the support staff vote. Right. We had a coach vote. We had a player vote. We had multiple former players. We had, we had lots of people involved. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it came down to looking at the results, came down to two at the top and then a jumbled mess mm-hmm. in the middle. So before we reveal who is number five, things that did not the make... On, the honorable mentions. Yes. Was, was there anything in particular that you really were hoping would crack the top five that did not? The, the only one that I, you know, I, there was a lot of really good ones, obviously, but the, the one that most people wouldn't think about, but that I really liked, and I know you liked too, because of how it happened in our broadcast, mm-hmm. was the Grand Slam by Claire Jenkins against Georgia Tech. Yes. Uh, because, you know, it's a midweek game. You know, it, it's a Grand Slam. It's during that time of the, of the season when it seemed like Alabama was hitting a Grand Slam every game. Right. Uh, but it was really cool because we have live reads during the broadcast. And I had just done the live read for the Golden Triangle Regional Airport, <laughs> which is Steve Levy, 50 miles away from Tuscaloosa. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then I said something to the effect of, I would like for Claire Jenkins to hit this ball to the Golden Triangle Regional Airport. And literally the next pitch, Grand Slam, gone. It was great. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it was awesome. That so was, I really enjoyed that. That was a highlight. I, yeah. won't, I won't forget that one. Right. It was fun. For me, I would say Texas... A lot of people, a lot of people might be surprised that Texas didn't make the top five, which right. again says something about this list. Right, exactly. For me, though, I think game three of Florida, we had written down uh, the fourth, sixth, and seventh innings. Fourth inning when KB hit her home run. Right. Sixth when Timmy got ejected. Sure. Oh, that was awesome. And the seventh it. when KB, I think KB got hit in the seventh, mm-hmm. and the game ended on, it was just, it was crazy. And, and KB stared down. Of- yes. Great, <laughs> great Barnum. moments, great calls, right. and that yeah. came in did seventh not, in the vote. Did not make it. Wow. No. Yeah, that's what, and that's that finished off a sweep of Florida 
in Gainesville, and it didn't make the top five. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I can confirm. Again, we're going to slowly dole out right. the reveals, but I, I think Florida is in the top five at some point, though. <laughs> Probably make it at least once, if not multiple And times. if you've ever f- looked at either of our Twitters mm. at least once a month, you know, you probably can figure out <laughs> at the moment. I don't know if Maris gets tired of me <laughs> mentioning it, but I, I will shout her out every time. Only said it every time I've ever <laughs> seen her. Uh, so let's get to it. Yeah. Number five. In the Alabama top moments of 2019, it is the eighth inning versus Georgia in the SEC tournament, Tom. Oh, yes. And this, of course, was a memorable day. So we had, let's put it in perspective. We had been on the road for what, about a week and a half? Roughly five months. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Somewhere around there, yes. Road trip time, five months. (laughs) Calendar time, about a week. Exactly. And... We had had to wait even longer mm-hmm. for this game because weather and we're the last game of the mm. quote unquote actual first round. Right. So we, it's late at night. Mm-hmm. We've staved off tornadoes and <laughs> movie theater shutdowns. Right. To get to this Georgia game. <laughs> Miss, missing the climax of Avengers Endgame. Which you did see. Which I finally did yes. see it, yes. Good. Right. I, I would have been concerned that this was, <laughs> right. this was months this was ago. ago. Right. And, and then we get to this game, Georgia. Piping hot. They just mm-hmm. swept Ole Miss in the regular season. They beat Arkansas to get to this point. And the game played out like two just heavyweight boxers going out. We saw, I think we saw the Georgia team that could have been mm-hmm. that day against Alabama, even though they didn't score very much. Right. I, and I think, and the game was a lot of the power of both teams were being negated that entire game because there was a gale force wind blowing in. As what happens sometimes in in the plains of, of Texas, yes, and that's what and that's what we had there. So it was really tough. That's why what happened in this eighth inning was you could hear it in our voices when it happens. We were shocked that it happened because we were talking about the entire game. It's going to be hard for any power to happen because of the wind blowing in. So it was kind of negating uh, both teams' power, mm-hmm. especially Alabama. Alabama was more of a power team than Georgia. But was, we had even year. seen it. Remember, because Kaylee Tao at one point hit a hit a fly ball. Oh, it would have been that, gone almost yeah. any day. Right. And it and it was almost at the infield. The wind yeah. took it all the way back and Sierra Brown out in center almost dropped it. But yeah. it the wind and there's probably a reel somewhere of me saying multiple times, well, no one's winning this on a home run <laughs> right. today because yeah. of and then the moment happened and it's I, I think one of my personal favorite of your calls all year. And it was shocking and also kind of went along with a theme that we had realized about the Mississippi State series that Skylar Wallace was the key to a lot yeah. of wins and losses this year for the Crimson Tide. It's amazing how many game deciding plays were you know, involving Skylar Wallace. Most of them positive, but there, you know, it just seemed like she was very, very involved in every big play that happened that decided games. Uh, and really, when you look at it, you look at how the seeding ended up going in, in the big tournament and everything. Winning this game may have been the difference between Alabama hosting and not hosting super regionals. I completely agree. Which is. As farcical as that is. It's ludicrous, but right. it's correct, based on what we know. Right. So it, it, this is just an amazing big-time victory for Alabama. And it also, it also continued uh, Patrick Murphy's personal streak and Alabama's streak of never of always winning at least one game in the SEC tournament right. every year. And again, before we get to the, the highlight, which you'll be able to hear the entire eighth inning, it starts with Montana Fouts pitching. And as we came as to so realize, many, as so many things did, yes, and right, you'll right. hear in this top five a right. lot of Montana fouts. Mm-hmm. But again, another epic performance from her. There were a couple times, I think there were two hits in a row that DeCarlo and Fieber hit off her, and 
that was pretty much it yep. all day. And, mm-hmm. and she was dominant. And for her first appearance in the postseason, looked like she's going to be doing what she did against Georgia a lot throughout the rest of her career. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, shall we get to it? Let's do it. Let's do it. This is the top five Alabama moments of 2019. This is number five, the eighth inning in the SEC tournament versus the Georgia Bulldogs. Take a listen. here in the quarterfinals of the SEC tournament. We head to the top of the eighth inning. 1-1 Alabama and Georgia do up the Bulldogs here in the eighth inning. It's Doggett, Brian, DiCarlo, 9-1-2. Montana Fouts in the circle for the Crimson Tide. and The SEC freshman of the year has been outstanding here today, Greg. Well, I mean, she's had to be because Alabama's really struggled to get the timely hits. And, I mean... That, that's what they've needed. Montana Fouts has done what Alabama has needed her to do and been what they, they've needed her to be all year long. And tonight they needed her to shut down Georgia. And other than two pitches, she's done just that. And now going up against the bottom of the order and then Brian and DiCarlo, it's important to make sure that Doggett here in the nine spot does not get aboard with anything to lead off this eighth inning. Montana Fouts looks in. Here comes the first pitch. And that's a ground ball on two hops to short. Jenkins has it, and quick, one pitch, one out. Here in the top of the eighth, as this is the third extra inning game of the year for Georgia. They're 2-0, and and they've both been eight-inning games. The first, or excuse me, they're 1-1, one one, both eight-inning games. The, last, the first one was on March 1st against Virginia Tech. The ACC champion Hokies got that one 7-6 in eight innings, and it was a eight-inning 6-4 victory over South Carolina in April. First pitch to Brian as a one-hopper back to Fouts, who used all her six-foot-one frame to be able to make that stop in the throw, and there's two outs. And that's saved a base hit. I mean, what a job by Fouts reaching up there and getting the stop, because how big is it to have two outs and nobody on with DiCarlo up, knowing that the home run is basically off the table tonight instead of having somebody on and only one out? DiCarlo is one for two, doubled and scored in the fourth, walked in the sixth, grounded out in the first. That being said, don't leave one over the middle. First pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Montana Fouts looks in. The 0-1 pitch. That one's a ground ball to second. The stop made by Wallace, but it's in shallow right field. That's going to be a hit for Alyssa DiCarlo. May have been a little miscommunication on the infield there. Looked like it was closer to Bailey Hemphill as she might have had an opportunity to make a stop there, but she gave way to Wallace, and that'll be an infield single for DiCarlo to get just for Georgia, just their third hit of the game. It was a good read, though, by Wallace to get there as quickly as she did because she had to run a long way to go chase that one down, and unfortunately probably about a foot or two short of getting a stop there. First pitch to Allison Febri is a called strike, 0-1. Febri had the RBI double in the fourth. One for three with a strikeout and a fielder's choice. Alabama's got Wallace, Brown, and Tao due up in the bottom of the eighth with Hemphill behind. 
the 0-1, and that's a ground ball to center field. It's going to get through for a base hit. Brown gets it in. Runners now on first and second. Is just as what happened in the fourth. Back-to-back hits by DiCarlo and Febri. This time, though, they're back-to-back singles instead of back-to-back doubles. So the Bulldogs just have runners on first and second with two outs. Interesting that the multiples of four seems to be a trend. Maybe that bodes well for Alabama in the bottom of the eighth. But... You know, again, it's not anything more than singles, and that's totally fine because the rest of the lineup hasn't been able to do much against fouts. Skylar Wallace, poor Wallace. I mean, she's had to run miles to try and chase down those last two grounders. Lacey Fincher swings and misses at the first pitch. No balls and one strike. There's still two outs, though, so if you get Fincher here, no harm done. Fincher is 0 for 3 with a couple of strikeouts and ground out. Interesting to see how much ground is being given up in the middle by the Alabama infield. Seeing Wallace play well to her left. The 0-1. Hits the outside corner. No balls and two strikes. For Alabama, this is the fourth extra inning game of the year. The tide is 1-2. and two. Yeah. Beat yeah. Mississippi State in eight innings, 3-2. Lost to Mississippi State in 10 innings, 12-9 in the 13-inning marathon to Kentucky, the 3-2 loss. So... 0-2 when it gets past 8, unfortunately. The 0-2 pitch, well outside, 1-2. But that 3-2 winner in 8 against State, I believe, finished with a walk-off walk as well as a couple other moments we've seen over the years. The 1-2 pitch. Foul back, barely got a piece. We'll do it again, one and two. And we were very young then, so I might be remembering <laughs> no, it incorrectly. Were, that's right. It was. Yeah. It, it wasn't a close pitch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the Maddie Morgan. It was Emily Williams. Yeah, throwing walk Her. number seventy-five that <laughs> night. I was going to say her eighty-third walk. <laughs> I think she's even walks and strikeouts this year. Here comes the one-two pitch now. And it's high, two and two. As Fincher laid off the rise ball there. Well, we're seeing the pitch count get up. That was pitch 125, four fouts, and her previous season high is 147 in that relief appearance against Kentucky when she went 10 and (laughs) two-thirds in relief. Yes. The 2-2 pitch now. Swing and a miss, strike three. And you saw a little bit of emotion there from Fouts, the fist pump there. You don't see that a whole lot as Alabama gets out of it here in the eighth inning. No runs on two hits, no errors, two runners left. We head to the bottom of the eighth, still 1-1, Alabama and Georgia here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We move to the bottom of the eighth inning here in College Station, Texas. Davis Diamond is the quarterfinals of the SEC tournament. Alabama and Georgia still tied up at one, due up for the Crimson Tide here in the eighth inning. 9-1-2, Wallace, Brown, and Tau facing Kylie Bass, the third pitcher of the day for Georgia in her second outing of the day. She got the complete game victory over Arkansas. In the first round earlier this morning, Skylar Wallace will lead things off one for two. Singled in the sixth inning, walked in the fourth. That was an RBI walk. The only RBI of the day so far for Alabama. Ground out in the third. But see if Alabama can scratch a run across and move on to semifinals here 
in the tournament. Yeah, as I mentioned, Bass is pitching with a lot of confidence. You have to find a way to get contact. First pitch to Skylar Wallace is in there for a called strike. And she's pitching quickly, too. I mean, we are not seeing much time between pitches. The movement is there. The off-speed is there. And she's such a different look from the other two pitchers because she's honestly about eight or nine miles per hour slower. The 0-1 is fouled off, and quickly Wallace is in the 0-2 hole. And also, she's not throwing balls. Right. Ten pitches and nine strikes from Bass so far. Not, <laughs> not helping the situation. <laughs> the 0-2. Wallace takes it outside. One and two. Cook's Pest Control scoreboard update. Tom, what if I told you that Rachel Garcia had thrown 15 strikeouts tonight? What would you say to that? Say Arizona's winning. I mean, uh, UCLA is winning that game. Well... That's not the case. Still 5-3 Arizona. 1-2's outside, 2-2. Two 5-3 two. Arizona, bottom of the seventh out in Westwood. Quite a uh, bounce-back performance by Arizona after being swept last weekend. At home. Yeah. The 2-2 two two is high. As Wallace held off on a rise ball there from Bass. And it's full three and two. Probably going to see her go with that changeup again here. At least that's what I would call because Wallace almost bit last time Bass threw it. Here comes the payoff pitch, and Wallace drills this one to deep right field. That's way back. Way gone. Walk off home run. Skyler Wallace and Alabama advances to the semifinals as that one went off of the SEC now set in right center field. Alabama wins it 2-1. to one. A walk-off home run by Skylar Wallace. We said we probably wouldn't see home runs today, but she absolutely hammered that one. It was a pitch just right down the heart, Tom, and absolutely crushed by Skylar Wallace. And good Lord, how do was that? I mean, how many times have we seen Wallace get robbed of home runs that would be game winners, have some fall just, just a little shy, and in the toughest home run conditions you will find anywhere in the country, win 25 miles per hour in your face. Skylar Wallace Man. hit it off of where Caleb Rowe would be if the weather hadn't forced them inside. Alabama loves hitting home runs off the SEC now, 10, and we're still alive here in College Station. And how often have we said it this year? The results for Alabama revolve around Skylar Wallace. Every she every had, time. She had both Tuscaloosa Toyota RBIs here today, and what a way to get your first home run in postseason play as a member of the Crimson Tide. Skylar Wallace walks it off here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Your final score is Alabama 2, Georgia 1. With the win, Alabama improves to 51-6 and six on the year. Georgia falls to 40-17. and 17. Alabama advances to the semifinals. They'll take on the winner of Kentucky and Ole Miss. And that matchup is coming up tomorrow morning. And then we'll be with you tomorrow evening for the semifinals. Alabama in the SEC tournament. And the streak continues. Alabama still never won and done in the SEC tournament. It was a bit dicey there for a second. Alabama still only the one hit with runners on base and zero with runners in scoring position. When teams have done that against Alabama, they've lost. Alabama's Somehow has won a couple games going 0 for risk, but 
who cares? I mean, you find ways to score, and the freshman Skylar Wallace, who made the all-freshman team in the SEC, proving again why she is a superstar and is going to find her way eventually on the wall at Rhodes Stadium because she just makes big-time plays, Tom. Two runs on six hits, no errors, 13 runners left on base for Alabama. For Georgia, one run on four hits, one error, and six runners left on base. Montana Fouts, your complete game victor. She's now 15-3 and on the year. Kylie Bass takes a loss. She's 12-4 and on the campaign. We'll take a timeout, come back with the Regions Bank postgame report right after this here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Comes to pay off pitch, and Wallace drills this one to deep right field. That's way back. Way gone. Walk off home run, Skyler Wallace. And Alabama advances to the semifinals as that one went off of the SEC now set in right center field. Alabama wins it 2-1. to one. A walk off home run by Skyler Wallace. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by the University of Alabama. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the express written consent of the University of Alabama and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the University of Alabama. Skylar Wallace with the walk-off solo home run in the bottom of the eighth inning, giving Alabama the 2-1 victory over Georgia here in this quarterfinals of the SEC tournament. And the Crimson Tide, the number one overall seed, SEC regular season champion, moves on to the semifinals. They'll take on the winner of Kentucky and Ole Miss. That game is tomorrow morning, and then Alabama will take on the winner of that game tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 5.50 as Alabama gets a very exciting victory as we were had a, had a lot of issues throughout the oh entire boy. game. Uh, but what a performance. First of all, by Skylar Wallace, she gets both Tuscaloosa Toyota RBIs here in the ballgame, a, a bases-loaded walk uh, in the fourth inning and then the walk-off home run. So Skylar Wallace does, does outstanding at the circle, I mean, uh, at the plate. And Montana Fouts, the SEC Freshman of the Year, gets a complete game victory in the circle, only giving up the one run. And the freshman leading the team here today and getting the victory in the SEC tournament. I mean, let's let's break down what just happened. <laughs> so all night, we've got wind in our face. I've got posters flying up. You're covering your score sheet. we got right. papers flying everywhere. We got, debris, we got debris is on the field. Plastic bags flying all over the place. Nothing about tonight said that it would be a walk-off home run. Right. Especially into the wind because the wind had shifted, folks. It was going right to left. Skylar Wallace is a lefty. Yeah. She pulled that home run out to right field and I'm I'm honestly curious where it would have gone without wind. I mean, are we are we in Kyle Field right now? <laughs> Good Lord, it was cranked by the freshman who just continues to come up big again and again and again and Another game, Tom, where the heroics came from somebody behind Bailey Hemphill. Right. You know, it was a bad game for Alyssa Brown. Just a tough night for her overall at the plate. Kaylee Tao had the one hit. Not a lot after that. And Bailey Hemphill couldn't get one solid either. Again, her game a little neutralized because of the wind. So you knew it had to come from people behind them in the order. And it did. A great night for Maddie Morgan and Skylar Wallace going two for three. Just spectacular. 
Here are the final stats from today's ball game. First for Georgia, they fall to 40 and 17 overall on the year with the loss. They got their one run in the fourth inning, one run on four hits, one error, and six runners left on base. Sierra Bryan was 0 for 4. Alyssa DiCarlo was 2 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. Allison Fabry was 2 for 4 with an RBI. Lacey Fincher was 0 for 4. Melina O'Neill was 0 for 3. Justice Mills 0 for 1 with two walks. Savannah Sykes was 0 for 3. Tyler Armistead was 0 for 3. Jordan Doggett was 0 for 3 on the day for the Bulldogs. In the circle for Georgia, Mary Wilson Avant had the start, went 3 and a third. Two hits, one run. It was earned, four walks, and one strikeout as she threw 66 pitches and 33 strikes. Allie Cutting pitched two and two-thirds innings, giving up three hits, no runs, three walks, and two strikeouts. She uh, threw 53 pitches and 31 strikes. Kylie Bass pitched an inning, one hit, one run. It was earned, no walks, and one strikeout, 14 pitches and 10 strikes. And I was worried when she came in and, and had a really good seventh inning after uh, Cutting gave up the leadoff walk in the seventh. And uh, But then the eighth inning came, and Alabama took advantage. And uh, with Georgia losing this ball game, I, I would definitely the any chance of them hosting a, a regional is gone. But they're still going to be a, a tough out for somebody, whoever they are, uh, the number two seed in regional play coming up here next week. Be ready for me to pick Georgia to win a regional. I'm telling <laughs> you, if they get the right draw, maybe an Oklahoma State, maybe a Northwestern, somebody like that. Georgia is going to go to Super Regionals. The way this team is playing right now, offensively off night, but I think that was more just Montana Fouts being really good. A lot of people have off nights against Montana yeah. Fouts. But if Kylie Bass pitches like we've seen her today, I mean, look out. This is a Georgia team that can be really dangerous and will be come NCAA tournament time, but you're right. They're going to be a two seed. They're not hosting anymore. For Alabama, they improved to 51-6 and six with a victory here today. One run in the fourth and one in the eighth. Two runs on six hits, no errors. 13 runners left on base. That is a uh, troubling number. Yeah, and there were some issues. The one for 17 with runners on, not great, Bob. No. The 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position, also not great. And 0 for 7 with two outs, not great at all. The one really good mark that Alabama had tonight was 5 for 8 leadoff. Five times out of the eight innings, the leadoff runner reached. Situational hitting has to get better, but, I mean, when the winning run isn't even a situational one, it's just somebody being awesome, (laughs) you'll get away with it. For Alabama, Alyssa Brown was 0 for 4. As you mentioned, a tough day at the start at the top of the order for Alyssa Brown. Kaylee Tao was 1 for 3 with a walk. Bailey Hempel was 0 for 2 with two walks. Mary Schroeder was 1 for 4. Claire Jenkins was 0 for 1 with a run scored and three walks. KB Sides was 0 for 3. Reagan Dykes 0 for 3. Maddie Morgan 2 for 4. And Skylar Wallace 2 for 3. Two Tuscaloosa Toyota RBIs and one run scored on the solo home run, the walk-off in the eighth inning. Montana Fouts, a complete game victory. She's now 15-3, eight innings, four hits, one run it was earned, three walks, and nine strikeouts. She threw 127 pitches and 82 strikes. Time of the game, two hours and 40 minutes, 1,421 here at Davis Diamond in College Station to see Alabama finish off day number two of the SEC tournament with a quarterfinal victory, 2-1 in eight innings over Georgia, and Now Alabama takes on the winner of Kentucky and Ole Miss. Alabama did not play the Rebels this year and uh, dropped two out of three to Kentucky just a couple of weeks ago in Tuscaloosa. So uh, not sure which team that really favors. If you're Alabama, which one you'd rather see? Maybe Ole Miss because they played an extra game. Um, And then, but you won maybe 
prove that you know you should have played better against Kentucky and you have an opportunity to kind of rectify that I think in terms of opponent fatigue it's absolutely Ole Miss because we saw Jacobson have a tough day today against Mississippi State she got replaced by Finney who pitched well but now we assume Finney's going to start against Kentucky when that who do you start against Alabama later that night Kentucky's got the rest now that being said they had a bad pitching weekend in Lubbock last weekend both Humes and Ballman just really really struggled don't know who they're going to start against Ole Miss I would assume it would be the opposite person against Alabama so you would still be able to prepare for that I mean it's dealer's choice really and either way you know Alabama's going to be motivated and it'll be fun because we'll get to see pitcher of the year Sarah Cornell I would bet 99% sure in all likelihood but like I said I'm done trying to predict who's going to pitch for for Alabama but Patrick Murphy knows what buttons to push that's right not going to question that at all what he's been able to do here this year the coach of the year maybe national coach of the year we'll see how that all turns out but uh, what a job by this Alabama team getting the victory here today and then they'll move on to the uh, semifinals and weather could be an issue tomorrow as well the forecast didn't look great but it didn't look great for today either and you got all five games in so really without uh, a delay at all right so we'll we'll see how things roll out there tomorrow but as the plan is right now we will be on the air at uh, 5 50 for the six o'clock first pitch of alabama and the winner of Ole miss kentucky which is coming up tomorrow morning but that's going to do it for this broadcast in the regions bank post game report regions bank is a proud sponsor of the crimson tide and the official bank of the southeastern conference the general manager of the crimson tide sports network is jim carabin and our studio engineer has been michael tackett for my broadcast partner gray robertson i'm tom canterbury saying thank you for joining us as alabama walks off georgia 2-1 in eight innings to advance to the semifinals of the sec tournament we'll be back with you tomorrow as the Tide takes on the winner of tomorrow morning's game between Kentucky and Ole Miss, first pitch again set for six will be on the air at 5.50 here on the network. Until then, Roll Tide from College Station. So there you have it. Skylar Wallace walks it off Alabama Beach, Georgia, 2-1 to one in eight innings. This was on 10 of 15 ballots. Even though it did not receive a first place vote coming in fifth, the eighth inning versus Georgia in the SEC tournament. And a moment that little did we know that this would be number five, because at the time, my gosh, it was the best thing we'd ever seen. Right. It was, it was awesome. And I mean, it, it's hard to beat a walk off home run in the postseason. Uh, and, but the fact that it was only number five certainly shows <laughs> where the rest of the season went. Yes. And against Georgia, which right. we've seen. We saw earlier that year in softball, and we've seen many times over the years in multiple sports. Sure, yeah, it seems to work out pretty well overall. And shout out to Nathan Sheehan for a superb post game tweet about walking off Georgia again mm, yes. in some form of fashion. <laughs> Great job, Nathan. Yes. Sheehan. So that's number five. Pretty soon we're going to drop number four, and number four in our rankings is our first from the NCAA tournament, and this play this moment it, it's it's a while this was one of the longer games of the year oh my god but the most dramatic the most topsy-turvy and it had everything mm-hmm. it, you know i'm i'm gonna go into my snl stefan voice and just <laughs> <Right>. list everything <laughs> it had literally everything and uh we can't wait to present that to you next time that's coming up that's coming up this is alabama's top five moments of the 2019 season on out of the box number four coming up real soon We'll see you next time.